1: Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Justin Wells, beat reporter uh, for team and recruiting uh, for the Longhorns. Uh, How are you doing today, Justin? I'm blessed, brother. Enjoying this beautiful Thursday. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Inside Texas, uh, getting ready for a big recruiting weekend this weekend. Longhorns expecting three official visitors, as well as a host of underclassmen, uh, unofficial visitors for camps or just coming in uh, to see what's going on, as well as Jerry Hamilton, Earlier today, breaking the news that Jonah Wilson, the wide receiver out of uh, the Houston area, expected on an unofficial visit uh, to Texas this weekend yesterday. Let's start, our, is he's expected in this weekend, excuse me. Um, but Justin, let's start with yesterday. Longhorns had two guys on campus, uh, one of whom is a new offer, Xavier McLeod, a defensive lineman out of South Carolina. Uh, the other is a, a linebacker, defensive end, rush edge prospect, Tosili Akana. Uh, from Hawaii originally, whose sister now plays volleyball at Texas. Both those guys on campus looking at the Longhorns yesterday. uh, McLeod
2: just got an offer, huh? Absolutely. This is a big kid, too, out of Camden. This is, uh, you know, he dropped the top ten a couple months ago, and it was basically a who's who uh, from Georgia to Alabama, LSU, Oregon, Florida State. Um, This offer kind of feels like uh, Texas, you know, it's kind of – Trying to figure out where they are on that interior D line takes with Sadir Mitchell uh, looking pretty hard at, at, at Georgia right now. You got Mikhail Gardner. Oregon has his attention, and so maybe this is Texas kind of you know going down the contingencies and, and and bringing him on campus yesterday. They like what they saw, so they extended him an offer.
1: Yeah, it's hard to be a contingency though. If your offers are Alabama, LSU, (laughs) Texas A&M, those kind of players. Apparently, he's leaning a little bit or has thought to be leaning towards South Carolina, which is his home state. Uh, But obviously, making the trip not only to Texas yesterday, but also to to Texas Texas A&M this week uh, unofficially uh, makes sense. What can you tell us about Tassili Akana, uh, the linebacker, uh, edge prospect
2: out of uh, Kahuku, Hawaii? This is a kid. He's already been on campus a couple of times. Uh, I think he's got a great a, a great relationship with Jeff Choate and Pete Kwiatkowski. This is a guy that he's one of those I never really took serious because I didn't know for you know how serious he was about Texas. But he's extremely interested. He he made his rounds through the state uh, this week. I believe he hit A and M two days ago, and then Texas today. Um, I think he hit LSU last week as well. Akana is a ball player. Uh, Bobby flat flat out he is an old school throwback linebacker he's big he's fast he's strong he's good in space and he shoots gaps uh like you said his um his sister was a, a big time volleyball player at Nebraska she just recently committed to Texas and so it's kind of that that definitely helps them a little bit I don't know how much but it certainly helps him a little bit. I caught up with Akana yesterday uh, before and after the visit and, it, and it, it was great. You know, he, he got to see more of kind of what they do behind the scenes. He got a little bit more involved with team meetings and and he got to see a little bit of workouts and things of that sort. It wasn't too extensive. It was more or less just kind of feeling out to campus. And so for Akana, that's a guy that, you know, he's going to be a hard pull from the West coast. He, he really is. There, there's a lot of schools involved from USC to Oregon to BYU. Um, Texas has a battle on their hands, but the fact that this kid has made multiple trips to Austin uh, from Utah and his sister just recently committed and is going to be you know, a member of the volleyball team this fall, I think that gives Texas more than a, a decent shot, and they're shooting their shot when it comes to these linebackers on the West Coast. It's
1: interesting. He's originally from Hawaii, moved to Utah for, for high school, Sky Ridge, right. and plays at Sky Ridge High School there. I should have said that. Six foot three, 210 pounds. Uh, the other teams. It was. What's interesting to me is it looked like Nebraska for some time was a front runner for him, but then his sister transfers to Texas. Kianeelee, I think is how you pronounce her last name. Our first name, excuse me, Akana, transfers to Texas for volleyball. Nebraska doesn't look so hot now. It really. I mean, just from from uh, reading the updates, it sounds like it's Oregon, uh, Texas. Uh, possibly BYU, maybe USC as well. Is that right?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Those are the schools I named, and you, you nailed them, Bobby. I think, like I said, I think those schools probably have maybe a little bit more of an advantage from a proximity standpoint. But if his sister's moving across country to the state of Texas, there's no reason that Silly wouldn't, you know, think about the same thing and so at the end of the day i'd like to see where he's going to take his officials if he winds up taking an official visit to texas this thing will get real yep Uh, all right let's move on to the official visitors this
1: weekend um uh, three guys coming in that we know of for sure on official visits there's a ton of unofficial visits but the official visits cedric baxter running back six foot one 215 pounds out of orlando's edgewater high school spencer shannon Tight end, Santa Ana, modern day in California, six foot seven, 230 pounds. It's a return trip from him. He was at the Texas Spring Game just about a month and a half ago. Uh, and then Leone LaFau Lef- uh, out of Kahuku, Hawaii, another Hawaii, native Hawaiian, six foot one, 210 pounds. He's a four star, uh, also looking at Oregon and USC. Uh, let's start with Spencer Shannon, because
2: I know you caught up with him a couple times recently. Yeah, I've spoke to Spencer a handful of times over the last well, since his offer, uh, essentially. um, You know, big kid, like you said, six seven. It's funny. I asked him, "Are you going to be an early enrollee uh, when you get out of get out of high school?" And he said, "No, I actually I came into um, high school as a baseball prospect." And can you imagine him, you know, on the bump, you know, throwing with with that with that velocity and that size? But he turned into he turned into a football player, and so he's not going to be able to enroll early. We, We knocked that out, but. Uh, Spencer Shannon seems like he's ready for his recruitment process to be over. Uh, He's enjoyed it. He's been very gracious. He's hit a lot of schools over the last year, most in the unofficial capacity. He did take an official to Washington recently, also took one to UCLA. This one to Texas this weekend. This will be his last is what he tells me. And so when he gets home, he wants to hopefully have a good idea of where he wants to go. And it's going to be one of those things where it, it may not take very much longer. Once he gets, once he gets to the house, once he talks to his family a little bit, kind of has a chance to, to, to decompress everything that, that's been going on, especially this last visit. Uh, I think Texas is the, is the leader there. I think they're the in pole position. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, if, if they're ready to take him and, and all signs point to the fact that they, that, that may be the case. You know, they pull off of Lafayette Kaway, uh, the the Arlington Sam Houston guy, and it seemed like they they kind of narrowed their focus to Will Randall, the Isidore Newman tight end out of New Orleans, and Spencer Shannon. Now, group. Uh, now, granted, there's still Deuce Robinson on the board, and, and, and you're not he's all, you, he's a guy you hold a scholarship for until the end of time. Uh, and, and and like Chad Simmons reported reported earlier, this is a guy that, that could see Texas this summer or in the fall. But at the end of the day. Spencer Shannon's ready for this process to be over. He wants to focus on his senior year, and I think Texas, if they if they if they do well on this trip, I I think they are the clear leader going into his decision.
1: So UCLA Chip Kelly does a good job with tight ends, so that's an interesting evaluation for the Longhorns. Steve Sarkeesian stepping back to where he, his uh, old stomping grounds on the West Coast. Um, Cedric Baxter, however, is not a, a, a not a unknown name or you know, regionally recruited guy. Cedric Baxter is nationally recruited, considered the nation's number one running back by on three, Uh, six foot one, 215 pounds. Recently came out, Justin, and said that Alabama was the leader of a lot of people, including our Jerry Hamilton, who's spoken to uh, Baxter a few times and went by the high school, said that he thought it would be Florida or Miami at the end of the day. Uh, But Baxter now, after a visit to uh, Tuscaloosa, saying Alabama's in there, to shard choice, the Texas running backs coach, Uh, has been recruiting Baxter for a long time, though, Uh, and we'll see what the Longhorns can do this weekend. What do you know as the latest on
2: Baxter? Choice loves him. I want to say that might be Choice's favorite back. You know, I I can't confirm that, but from this class, he's been recruiting him since he was at Georgia Tech. He's known Cedric for a couple of years now. Uh, You know, you and I have talked about Cedric. I think he's probably the best running back in the country. Uh, There's a reason Texas is going at him. I think it's really cool that Texas is getting him an unofficial because – if you kind of read the tea leaves, it doesn't, you know, he doesn't necessarily appear like a kid that would, that really wants to be in Texas. He sounds like he likes kind of his little area of, of Florida and the Southeastern region, uh, Miami and Florida were the two leaders. It seemed like for the longest Florida seemed like to have the advantage, but look, once Alabama decides they really want you, you they're in it, whether they get you or not, they're in it. And that's what they did. They started pushing here of late and, and let Baxter know he was a priority And so for for that, you know, choice has his hands full. This is going to be one of those kind of uh, recruitments where Texas is going to give it the best they can. Hopefully they can sell him on Bijan Robinson and what he's going to do in the offense this year. Hopefully they can sell him on, on, on on everything that's kind of growing and producing there. He could be a big time number one back as soon as next year, if he came in prepared as a freshman uh, or or possibly, you know, doing, doing some co-duty with Jonathan Brooks, but When Alabama is your top school, when you're in from Florida and you love Florida, those are just hard players to pull, Bobby. Those are just hard guys to get to Austin. I love the fact of bringing him in for an official and that he's coming, but I I don't know how much further it's going to go beyond that.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So, you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the
2: extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The last one we want to talk about is Leone LaFau, a uh, uh,
1: six foot one, 210 pound linebacker out of Kahuku, Hawaii the second Hawaiian that, that we're talking about here, native Hawaiian. Um, Oregon and USC appear to be the, the front runners for him. Uh, Texas, though, uh, and uh, Jeff Bank uh, – not Jeff Banks, excuse me, uh, Jeff Choate uh, putting uh, the Longhorns in position here. Yeah,
2: well, if is one of those, he's another one that I feel like – I think they're in better better position with Akana, uh, simply because – not just because of his sister, but just because they, they've known they, – they've recruited Akana longer. He's been on campus more. LaFowle is one of those guys that I think has a ton of respect for the Texas staff. I think Jake Lange has had some involvement in this recruitment as well. And and, and when when, when that guy gets involved, it usually helps out the Longhorns. And so uh, that's a recruitment I don't have a great read on. Uh, I just know that if you watch his tape, it's outstanding inside linebacker play. And and we all know how hard it is to find an inside linebacker uh, at this level, a guy that can still cover. And so with LaFowle, I'll be interested to see how what he says when he leaves. I'll be interested to see what the rest of his summer kind of how, how that transpires to see just exactly where Texas stands because of the other linebacker targets also that they're looking at in this cycle, you know, from a daring galette who's they're looking at at linebacker could be an edge Anthony Hill, you know, guys of that sort. And so it's going to be, I'm, I'm curious to see where LaFowl comes out on the pecking order. Yep. Um, interesting. You mentioned galette, and
1: I know you're, you're writing an article today for uh, inside Texas.com where Justin and I, Jerry, Jerry Hamilton, Eric Nolene, uh, Joe Cook, and Boyd, Paul Wadlington. We're all uh, post there every day. Um, Justin, what did you learn from uh, your conversation re- most recently with Gallette, who is one of the blue chip prospects in this class—the uh, six foot two and a half, three, two hundred and twenty-five, two hundred thirty-pound uh, defensive player that uh, is really one of the top recruits around the country, not just in
2: Texas, uh, from the city of Marlin? It's I run out of I run out of nice things to say because. There's so much. He is the freakiest linebacker in the in the country, in my opinion, from from his athleticism standpoint. Just everything he can do, especially on the basketball court. And then you watch him at the state track meet, running anchor with a bunch of younger, smaller guys. It's absolutely astounding to see how he does. Three months ago, I have told you this is a Alabama, LSU, Texas A and type battle. Uh, he's been to Texas recently three or four times as a matter of fact he came in an unofficial by himself uh, well with with a coach Uh, he was the only recruit there and so the the horns kind of treated it like an official they really rolled out the carpet he got to watch practice he got to hang out with some of the players he got to sit in on a team meeting Fast, you know. Fast forward to today, I think Texas has put themselves in an outstanding position with this kid. Whereas in the spring, I, I thought they were kind of having to come play from behind. Gillette, you know, last time I spoke to Gallette, he he just raves about Texas. He he loves what what Steve Sarkeesian and what Pete Kwiatkowski are are selling him on, and, and that vision to come in, be an impactful player early. I think he wants to play linebacker. I, I, I he's a coach's kid. So if they tell him we we think you're a better a better spot at the edge, he's going to move the edge. But I think he really prefers the inside linebacker spot or, or one of those in the, and in that the and that's that's where Texas is recruiting him. Correct? Yes, yes. They actually they've told him they see him at all three linebacker spots. They love his versatility, and they could find a place for each, each spot. They could find a place for him just because that's. That's why he's such a freak athletically. He's going to be able to do some of those things at each, at each position. I think that helps Texas. I think that's giving them a heads up, and he'll be back on campus soon. Yeah, where, where do you think Texas, having talked to him, where do you think Texas stands in the recruitment? They're easily in the top three. I would venture to say they're in the top two, and I would all I would, I would, I would, I, I would go out of my way and say, if you asked him today what's the early buzz, what's the latest, he's going to tell you, I really like Texas. And like I said, that's kind of a change from when we got to meet him and got got to know him in the spring. It's, it's kind of changed. Don't forget, he's got there, there's some help there. One of his football coaches at Marlin is Ramon Taylor, Texas X. One of his former teammates is Jeray Bledsoe, freshman defensive lineman It takes There's so many data points to this recruitment, Bobby. I feel like Texas has just really put themselves in a great position. You, once he comes in for an official, if they knock that out. I love where Texas is in that spot, and I may even be enticed to look at it, maybe put in an RPM.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and plus, his parents—if his dad's a coach—he can still get to the games on Saturday, right? Uh, Mom and you know. Dad,
2: both former college athletes, both want to watch their son play.
1: Yeah, and, and so that that makes a, an Ohio State or one of those Alabama—that makes that a hard a hardship on the on the on the family a little bit. Ohio
2: state is the school I would actually worry about because they the last time I talked to him, maybe a couple of weeks ago, they were pushing for an official and I feel like they're going to get a visit. He he flat out told me, you cannot visit Ohio state with all the linebackers that they put out. I completely understand that. But like you said, there's a proximity there with his family. And I I think Texas right now has really out of all these guys has set themselves up best with him. Gotcha. Um, Justin, I'm
1: looking at this and one of the guys that, that I think deserves some mention here. Uh, Texas has five commitments at this point. Um, one of the guys we haven't heard enough of lately is Jamel Johnson, uh, the safety from Arlington that committed to Texas. I think he's the first commitment in the, in the class. He was, uh, he went out with his, uh, team, uh, his seven on seven team, true buzz. That's located in the mid cities there in, in the DFW area. And he, they went out to the Florida camp, uh, this past weekend And Johnson just had a terrific camp. Apparently, ended up with four interceptions in seven on seven uh, and uh, workout play. Uh, Have you heard much of him lately? Do you know his plans for this summer? Uh, Ryan Watts was a member of that True Buzz team. I think there's some other guys, Xavier and Bryce, guys like that as well. Uh, You hearing anything on his recruitment? Is he still, even though he committed to Texas? I knew he was going to take. We knew he was going to take other visits potentially. Have you heard any updates on that?
2: Yeah, um, Jamal's on a they're, – they're doing a distinctly college tour. They're, they're, they're hitting multiple spots. I feel like – I think today I saw that they're at Kansas State. Uh, and it's basically just a, a, a little, a, a, you know, what a lot of these schools do, they get their seven on seven groups around, they travel and they'll hit camps. And it, it's a great opportunity to get some exposure to, to, to show kids what it's like on the outside. I know Johnson added an Indiana offer uh, yesterday uh, from the latest I've heard though, Jamel still, he's still locked in with Texas. He's going to, I'm not for sure if he's going to take his official in this summer or if he's going to wait for it in the fall. I do know he wants to go to that Texas-Alabama game pretty badly. And so I think there's going to be a handful of recruits that actually save their OV for that. Um, But Johnson's a guy, you know, he jumped in the boat first. Jeff Banks and and Terry Joseph really – they really tag team. They, they really came at him hard. He he loves Coach Banks and Coach Joseph. And so, you know, and he also has a teammate that just enrolled a couple of days uh, last week in Xavier Bryce, who played quarterback and is probably going to play some DB at Texas as well. And so right now, Johnson's just enjoying that trip. He's enjoying going around. He He's in the best position. He's got a spot already, you know, solidified with Texas. And so he's He's enjoying going around and seeing schools. I remember talking to him about a week, probably about a month ago, and he had mentioned he wanted to see Arkansas. So he went and saw him. That was good. He went to see Ole Miss. He thought that was good. He wanted to get a little bit of the recruiting flavor. He wanted to enjoy it a little bit. And this was after he had committed. But even through all that, he remained solid. And so I I think as soon as they get back Uh, I can't wait to go. I'm going to go try to catch up with one of their seven on seven tournaments as soon as they get back from their tour uh, so I can see him again. But also, you know, another member of that squad over there is Colin Simmons, one of the top prospects in the country out of 2024, uh, who's also talking to Texas, Oklahoma, Texas A&M and those schools. And so uh, looking forward to catching up with Jamel. But right now, I think Texas still sits pretty pretty until we figure out exactly uh, where else he's going to take visits to. Tell you, another guy that
1: Texas identified early and now is getting a, a hot uptick is Jordan Matthews the defensive back out of Baton Rouge Woodlawn the speedster <laughs> yeah. uh just picked up a, a couple stir. of big <laughs> offers including one uh just visited Michigan and then picked up one yesterday uh from uh Nick Saban himself uh at Alabama uh so Longhorns had, had put themselves in good position there I still think that they sit pretty but uh, obviously now uh, it's it's going to be a tougher road to hoe, I think, uh, for the Longhorns to bring Jordan Matthews to Austin.
2: You know, that, that that remains to be seen, Bobby. Alabama and Offer always get your attention, especially the ones that you could commit to. And I have a feeling that Jordan Matthews could probably commit to his. It's funny you said speedster because there for a while in his evaluation, it seemed like speed was the one thing he was kind of lacking. And then when he went to the state track meet, he erased all doubts about that it it goes to show you what is LSU missing on him they, they the kid is down the road and for whatever reason Brian Kelly and those guys haven't made a move on him even though they recruited him at Notre Dame it's a very strange situation regardless Texas has been in pole position and been the leader of this recruitment for at least the last few months but when Bama comes calling, you better pay attention. And so I reached out to him yesterday. I've, I've yet to get, get a hold of him, but I just gave him a congr- congratulatory. Hey, congrats on the Bama offer. I'd love to catch up with you. He was happy, you know, but but most kids are going to be. You know, when Alabama calls you out of nowhere and offers, especially like you said, Nick Saban, every college prospect in the country gets that attention. And And so I wouldn't be shocked if he takes a visit to Tuscaloosa.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't either. I mean, I think that that he wasn't going. He wasn't expected to make a decision in the summertime, anyways, right? Even though he did visit Michigan, right? Well, no,
2: he? I t- no. He's looking at a July. He's still looking at a July decision. I, I wrote two a couple of days ago. Jordan Matthews is probably going to by the time he comes to Texas for his official, and I'm predicting that's going to be the Texas Alabama game uh, in week two. He's going to be committed somewhere. I, I fully feel like he's going to be committed somewhere before he takes that trip, and so and I, and I still feel like Texas is in the lead now. Bama's going to change that factor a little bit. He may want to tweak the timeline a little bit, and that's what our job is to find out what's the latest and and how much Bama's affected that. But I don't. I think he's a, still a summer commit. The last few times we've talked, we spoke. He's mentioned he would like to do this in July, possibly August. Get it over with before the beginning of a senior year. Don't forget, Dad played big-time college football and played, played a little bit of pro football. Brother played college football. They all he He's seen the process firsthand, and they know getting that spot before you begin your senior year can really just clean the slate of all the worries and distractions you could possibly have so you can enjoy that last season. Yep. All right. Justin Wells, InsideTexas.com. Thank you for
1: your time. It's been too long, Justin. We've been a couple of weeks. I, I was out, out last week. Thanks for joining us. We talked about a couple of new scholarship offers for the Longhorns or at least one new scholarship offer for the Longhorns, a couple of unofficial visits. Then we got some official visitors coming in. Good luck, Justin, following those official visitors as they come <laughs> in uh, this weekend. Uh, we'll get you all the information first off all right on InsideTexas.com. So for Justin Wells, I'm Bobby Burton. That's been this episode of On in Texas Football.